Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Tom, what? what's going on over there? Are you in like a cold, cold sweat right now? She got shaken down in the hallway by by who? By Teddy KGB. Oh, we, we forgot to hand out our money makers. I know. And I went out to get a banana oh, and a cup of water, no. and he caught me in the hallway and he licked his Oreo and sent his goons on you. He gave me a suitcase wedgie. Oh. You ever heard of a suitcase wedgie? No. I'll tell you when you're older. Okay. But yeah, I'm 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 shaking up. So let's get that out of the way right now, please, because I don't want to upset yeah, him anymore. Absolutely. I have to go home at some point today. I'll to go my first wife. because I, I feel wanna, like you're. I don't want to get shaked on the way out. I feel like you're yeah. too shaken up Look to go my hand. first. It's, it's shaking. You're sweating. I mean, you're dripping. I am dripping. Granted, it is like kind of 50, 50 ish degrees outside. I'm in shorts right now. It's beautiful. Are you really? Yeah. I'm gonna. Sh- Short sleeve tea. Can you please hurry up right, before right, he comes right. in here? Sorry, and sorry, sorry. Me. Okay, I'm gonna get it out of the way because it's super easy for me. I'm. It's pretty obvious. I'm going Najee Harris. Pay that man his money, Teddy. Pay that man his money. Yeah, I mean, what could you say? I, that's the one I would give him to. Too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm gonna pick somebody different just for the sake of you got to pay a couple of men his money. I, I got it, Teddy. All right. He's breathing down my neck with this <laughs> it's thing. crazy. But my God, this is the Najee we've been waiting for all year. Finally. Man. The rumbling, the stumbling, I mean, the he's bumbling. gotten close to 100 yards. You brought up in a, in a previous episode that they had ran for over 200 yards in a game earlier this season. They did so as a team against the Saints. That game, he got to 99 yards. He was so close. But that was against the Saints, Tom. And that was against a team that is not going to make the playoffs. And that was against a team... When the Steelers at the time were only what three and eight, something like that, or three and six rather, completely different circumstances. Mm-hmm. You are now on the verge of making the playoffs. You are playing against your rival in their house, and you're playing against that te- that rival who has a top five, top four, top three run defense. Circumstances are completely different from back in the day against New Orleans. Najee actually got over a hundred yards today or or this week. A hundred percent, I think he deserves his money. I'm going to go as a very proud pit man, and my pit Panthers have Uh, given me a lot to be proud of lately. I love this pick. No more in my life have they given me something to be as proud of as this man right here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give mine to Mr. Kenny Pickett. Pay that man his money. 
back-to-back game-winning touchdown drives for the rookie. You don't see that out of rookies, man. Like, that's the thing that you need to realize, that the stats aren't there yet, and you have to hope they come eventually, but you don't He's winning. see Zach Wilson do what he no, did. You don't he's winning games for see you. see rookie quarterbacks do that in these impossible odds at your own 20 mm-hmm. against a Ravens defense that in that stadium, which is playing Seven Nation Army, and it's like a Pink Floyd concert at the breaks. Like they turn on all the lights and they're flashing all of these camera works mm-hmm. or these flashlights in the stands and these pyrotechnics are going crazy. A very intimidating atmosphere for a team that's trying to win to stay alive in the AFC North race and to get to do this again at home in the wild card round. Haven't given up a touchdown in 20 quarters mm-hmm. in that stadium. And you've 15 got 15 quarters. 15, excuse me, 15 quarters in that stadium. And you've got one drive to score the touchdown that you need right. to keep your team's season alive. And you he does you, it. You, you don't only do it. There was no fluke about it. You reached into your bag no. and you drove that team down the field. You gave the ball to Najee one play. You you dumped it off to Pat, who made a great catch falling to the ground. You made an even better pass to Steven Sims against someone I mentioned was wide receiver eight at one point on this depth chart. Can we do some reckless speculation here, by the sure. way, with that Pat Fryermuth play? Yeah. If you noticed on the TV feed, Kenny is like looking on the sideline, pointing He's to his doing... headphone. Okay, wait, wait, wait. We haven't ears. talked about this yet. I can't see. I can't hear. I can't hear. And then he just finally, without even looking at the sideline, again, just turns to the huddle, calls a play that ended up being the Pat Fryermuth catch. So do you think that it was kind of BS? Do you like a lot of people are saying Kenny was kind of just sick of not being able to just leave the team like he wants to? I don't know about that because the drive was working to that point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Canada never gave him a doubt on that specific drive. Like, unless he called one of the worst plays that Kenny's ever heard called in that situation, I think it was a legitimate, like, stadium's too loud. Regardless, I of- missed it in the time because you know, you only have a certain amount of time to hear mm-hmm. Canada's voice. Like, I missed it, and then they're like, we can't talk anymore. The time's up. Like, I think that's what ha- I think it's more innocent than. That's a dumb play. I can't hear you. It's like the plays were working yeah. up to that Regardless, point. Regardless, it was Kenny's call. Yes. That's reg- that's, <laughs> and, that's and, fact. And he led, I mean, it, it was it led to what I said. It was like a 17 or 16-yard reception by Pat. And then so so say like we're say we're we're giving Kenny the benefit of the doubt. Say it wasn't, you know, oh, screw Canada. I'm I'm just call my own plays from now on. Say, you know, it was Canada's call on that next play to Steven Sims. But maybe that wasn't the read, the initial read, right? Maybe Sims was option number two or three because it's Steven Sims, right? I mean, like, Deontay should be option number one, and then Pat and George should be options two and three, respectively, if not reverse. So, Steven Sims, the the ball, the, the oomph, right? I mean, you talk about unquantifiable measurements. The oomph Kenny had to A, make the pass, and B, get the pass to Steven Sims, right? With the defender right, with a hand almost right there, Tom. And again, attacking an area of the field over the middle, somewhere that the Steelers have, up to this point of this season, had been criticized so much for not utilizing, for just playing outside the, outside the, um, the, the numbers, right? Only going to the sidelines. Well, they attacked the middle of the field there, and... It was like a what a thirty yard reception. Yeah, it's the drive. Nazi. The drive to me, Tom, is regardless if they win or not. I think they're going to win it in Cleveland on Sunday. But regardless how they do it, that drive to me is the highlight of the season. 
just, offense or defense. I just love these baby Steelers, man. You got the baby Kenny, you got the baby Nodge, you got the baby Pat, all making big plays down the stretches in games the past couple weeks to help a young team growing and play, learning together put some wins together. Do you agree, though? If they finish 9-8 and eight and don't make the playoffs, the highlight of the season is that drive in Baltimore. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a career defined. And then number moment. two is probably the drive against the Raiders. I mean, dude, that, that drive against Baltimore is that is that moment where not just Pittsburgh, but people around the country kind of go, he's the quarterback. Like, he's... Right. We know who's going to be playing quarterback for the Steelers for the next five years, mm-hmm. probably. At the very least. At the very least. You know what I mean? You would hope. Right. Yeah, you well, hope, I no, hope he's playing for yeah, decades. Right. <laughs> That's what I hope. Well, right. But I'm you just would saying... hope there's no like drastic fall off or injury that would derail Right, right, right. But I'm just saying it's not like, uh, oh, do you go into next offseason really thinking about a quarterback? No, it's, you're not as sure. long as no, he's no, healthy, you're, you're sure now. He's QB1. Yep. Yeah. There's, there's no doubt about that. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. And QB1's got your Steelers alive in a playoff race heading into Week 18, mm-hmm. and some things need to fall in their favor. Talked a little bit about the Steelers and Browns last episode. That's obviously numero uno head honcho just beat the Browns. Can't do anything unless you beat the Browns. Um, that's the one I'm also most confident in. I think the Steelers are going to beat the Browns. You need the Bills to beat the Patriots, mm-hmm. and you need the Jets to beat the Dolphins. Now, um, obviously, what happened on Monday Night Football mitigates things, but before the game started, you needed the Bills to win that game to stay alive for the one seed mm-hmm. and play all their starters against the Patriots. Now they're still alive for the one seed because that game never happened, so they still technically win, and I think they get it. I don't know how they're going to do this, but... Mm-hmm. Either way, they need another win, and they're going to play their starters in this game. Right. I just question now. Like, beforehand, I I thought if you get to this game and the Bills are playing their starters, they're going to Hulk smash the Patriots. Beat up on Belichick at home, nice little regular season finale, and it helps you get the number one seed. Even if they play their starters now, Jacob, I really have to wonder what their mind space is going to be like, what their motivation is going to be like. I mean, the motivation is going to be unmatched, I think. You, you think it goes that way? Yeah. It's going to be, we're it's winning gonna this be game like, for They're going to be motivated, but the headspace, like, what's it going to be like playing with, with this in the back of your head? Like going through mind. the pregame, right. you know, the national anthem and just... Not only that, but, like, it happened. Like, it happened to DeMar... That could happen to anyone. Right. Of us. Like, wait until you see the first hit of the game. Like, how's uh, that going to affect right. them? And yeah, you can't yeah. play the game scared because that's how you get really seriously injured if mm-hmm. you're playing the game scared out there. Every NFL player will tell you that. So they have to go out there and play 100% with aggressiveness, like always. And I really, I couldn't do that. I don't know how these men uh-huh. are going to be able to do it. But, you know, that puts a really. Again, not to sound insensitive, it's almost impossible not to in this scenario, though, but that puts a really great cloud around this game as far as the Steelers scenario is concerned. Because do I think Buffalo wins? I do. Mm-hmm. But it's not as much of a slam dunk as I thought. It's not a they come out with as if nothing happened, they have to win to get the one seed, and they just say, 
hey, you remember that playoff game that we played against the Patriots last year where it was what many deemed a perfect game played by us? Let's just do that again. What's to me seemed was going to be very ceremonious, like a smack up of our division rival to get the number one seed and, you know, Bills make me want to shout and the stadium's going crazy and it's a party in Buffalo before the playoffs start. Mm -hmm. Now seems to me like, I don't want to say ceremonious, like, as far as you know, they can't beat them anymore, and they're not. They might not smack them up, but I, again, I just feel less confident. I don't know where I'm really going with that. I just feel less confident in sure. the Bills in this game, just based that. on the circumstances. I and get that. and also, you know, even if it was perfect circumstances and nothing happened, and they were playing for the one seed, there'd be a little bit of me that'd be like Belichick, do or die. I don't like that shady man on that sideline no. doing things. So. Uh, but I was talking about Williamson last night, too, on the advanced scout, and he was saying, you know, Bill's JV team, say they play in this game, he doesn't think that it's that far-fetched that they beat the Patriots. The Patriots' no, offense what is broken. a lot of people give the Bills credit for is having depth at a lot of positions. And their well-coached team. A lot team. of positions, right. Sean McDermott's not going to say, oh, well, because the B team is out there, then the B coaching squad should be out there, too. And you see how tight of a group they are? Mm-hmm. All of the players who were not dressing the Diggses and the Allens. They'd be in the other players who were playing ears, drawing stuff up on the They're boards. They're going to be on They'd the sidelines. Coaches. Yeah, They'd be they're going to be helping out. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's a given that if the Bills play their JV team, the Patriots just beat them. Um, no. The other game, Jets-Dolphins. This one's... I can't make heads or tails of this one either, man. Because they're both I think Skylar Thompson's going to start. Oh, Teddy's not starting. He broke his pinky. Like, oh, that's right. That's tough yeah. to throw with a broken mm-hmm. pinky. Not impossible, but... I don't know. I mean, but like, have it, they looked any worse with Skylar Thompson playing compared to Teddy? I don't think I don't so. Think I think so, Skylar's yeah. been okay, honestly. Right, and he gives you a little running element. I think more so than Teddy does. So you can maybe do some nice runs with him. Um, the good news for the Dolphins is the Jets' offense looks so broken that even though your defense isn't amazing, it should be okay enough to keep them into a manageable score, where your offense can muster up some. Form of, of and points. honestly, the 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 Jets defense has like it's still been fine, but it hasn't been the world beaters that they were up until like two weeks ago. Because two weeks ago against Jacksonville, uh, Trevor Lawrence was able to pick him apart and lead his team to a win. And then this past week against the Seahawks, Seahawks had no problem moving the ball down yeah, the well, field. Well, that's with the greatest quarterback ever, Gino. Yeah, I mean it's Pro Bowl right there. Uh, but you know what I mean, like yeah, so. No, I do, and, and that's that's Seattle, but, and that's and that's Trevor Lawrence who's just coming into him. Like, but all jokes aside, Trevor Lawrence, Geno Smith, Skylar Thompson, sure. Right? But Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, no Raheem question. Monster, Jeff Wilson, and that's where I think they need to lean is Monster and Wilson. Try I mean, to, try to Monster run... had I think like a hundred plus yards last try week. Try to run your way to the playoffs. Like, you, you don't need to just say, okay, we're gonna go with Monster today. No, you can say. We're gonna go with Mostert for a little bit, and then we'll go with Wilson. Then if Thompson Thompson it, runs the ball, right? Yeah, I mean, like they have options, and you know what's great too, Tom, is we we pointed this out how the the on in the passing game, the the Dolphins are kind of the opposite of the Steelers, where the Steelers c- constantly throw to the sideline, the Dolphins kind of just throw in the middle and let Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill do all the rest. So. Skyler doesn't have to ball out. Just get the ball into Tyreek's hands or Jalen Waddle's hands, and they could do the rest for you. They absolutely could. That's They're good enough mm-hmm. around the quarterback position to win against the Jets at home. I feel very confident in saying that. Uh, both of these teams, though, have just been 
in the tank for the second oh half my of God. the season. I mean, they've literally, I mean, you get down to this point now, and it's like you've literally just had to win one of these games down the stretch, and you're pretty much in prime position, and they haven't been able to do it. They've just tailspinned completely out of control. You know what's great about The Jets about- don't have a quarterback. The Dolphins quarterback's always injured, and they just can't, they can't get that one win. You know what's great about uh, the Dolphins' season so far? Uh, is on Sunday, this will break their streak of having matching streaks throughout the whole season. Let me explain. Start off the th- season 3-0. Three-game winning streak. Then failed the 3-3. Three and three. Three-game losing streak. Climbed to 8-3. and Five-game winning streak. Fell to 8-8. Eight and eight. Five-game losing streak. So no Just matter team what. Of streaks. It, they went 3-0, and 0-3. 5-0, 0-5. So no matter what. That shriek of those matching shrieks is going to get broken. They should bring their green hat. You know why? Why is that? Because they're going streaking. <laughs> you didn't know that joke? You didn't pick didn't, up on that? Didn't get that one. Through the quad. I know the I know the rest of it. I know going through the quad and into the gymnasium. Snoop a loop. Snoop a loop. That's cool. Bring your green I hat. I get it. Bring your green hat. I forgot about the green hat, but. They're a streaky team, man. And a lot of young teams are streaky like that. But, to, I mean, yeah, they've lost. They've lost five in a row, but look at the Jets, Tom. Also, oh, losers of five yeah, in a row. Just, someone's someone's got to give in this game. Maybe yeah. they'll tie, and that's good news for the Steelers too. So, is it, it? If it, I don't know. Yeah, because the Dolphins would be eight, eight, and one. The Steelers would have nine wins. So true. The tie. If, well, the Steelers would have to win. We yeah. know that's going to happen. How I'm many just times putting it. They're going to win. It's nine. I'm and just eight. saying this they can Might as well be nine and eight. I'm just saying, like they can't do the same as the Dolphins and play like a no contest and tied. Like yes, they right. need to the win their game and the Dolphins. They're going to win tie. their game. Uh, the other part of the game that has me a little bit worried is the motivation factor for the Jets. They have a big old E next to their name. They ain't playing for anything. They right may just kind of lay over and. But I like that the NFL has scheduled division rivals at the end of the season because now you get that even if a team's eliminated we hate the Miami Dolphins if the Jets ain't going to the playoffs the Dolphins ain't going to the playoffs either so there's that riding on it they're also a young team building towards something in New York do you want to end the season on a six-game losing streak or do you want to end the season on a win you want to end the season on a win building into next year also I'm not sure who they're starting a quarterback I think it's Mike White. Is it Mike White? Is Mike Flacco White. not getting the start? Give it to Flacco for us, right? Honestly, like, like Flacco, like I get Mike White has been like your savior. I'm using air quotes just because anyone paired next or, or lined up next to Zach Wilson is going to appear to be your savior. But Flacco can win you a game. And we need you to win a game for well, us. Well, so the Steelers need the Jets. Can we to win float the them game. some like slush money to uh, yeah. start our old, our old buddy Joe Flacco? The listen, original Joe Cool. Listen, we in Pittsburgh have seen up close and personal Joe Flacco win big games. Mm-hmm. Put him in this for us, please. Or is it, do you really want to trust Joe Flacco to win a game for you if you're the Steelers? That guy hates you. He beats you all Right, the time. he may just throw the he, game. He loves beating. <laughs> so he, the Jets fans are like, we don't want the Dolphins to make the playoffs. Joe Flacco's back there. He's like, screw that. I don't want the Steelers to make the playoffs. Right. I'm, a, I'm a Raven at heart. But when, as soon as I hang these up, I'm going back to M&T Bank at midfield and waving at the Ravens right. fans. I ain't a Jet, buddy. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, you know, I always had that theory about Jacoby Jones. Remember when the Steelers signed him? Yes. As a kick returner? And he had like three or four fumbles in a season. In my heart of hearts, I believed he dropped those balls on purpose because in, in his heart of hearts, he's like, I'm a Raven. I hate the Steelers. I don't know. Well, I'm only here to play a saboteur. Saboteur! 
One last thing I wanted to touch on before we wrap up today is about the scheduling of week 18. Yeah, you got some gripes, don't you? I don't know if they're gripes, gripes because I, I- You got grapes? I got grapes. I I get that you want Sunday night football, you want to make money, standalone game, and you know, win a de facto playoff game in week 18 is is, is amazing. You you can't you literally can't plan for that. It has to happen by circumstance. Um, but they put the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers in Sunday night football, and they make the Seahawks play at 425. If the Seahawks beat the Rams, which I think they will at home, and they have to to get into the playoffs, by doing their first end of their equation, the Seattle Seahawks, and getting a win, they eliminate. They then eliminate the second the end of their equation, which is they need the Lions to win to get in. So, by winning, which is the necessary for Seattle, they eliminate the team that they also need to win on Sunday Night Football. And since they don't play at the same time, the Lions will know that they are eliminated before they take the field against the Green Bay Packers. And you're left in the Jets Dolphins scenario, right? If you're if you're Seattle, well, if the Dolphins eliminated, how much do they really have the to Jets play for? You mean, yeah. No, I'm saying. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah Jets. Yeah, it's yeah. the same thing. Whereas the Lions right. eliminated, how much do they have to play for? With the Lions eliminated. Spoil the Packers' fun. Dan, and Dan Campbell said he had a great quote earlier this week. He said, "Like, you know, we we we've done a lot of good this season. We've come a long way." But the goal for us isn't to play any road games in the play. Like our goal next season is to play at home, win this north, game. win this yeah. division. Don't leave it up until like the last week of the season, kind of thing. I do think like that... I think Dan Campbell's got as much as we give credit to Tomlin for motivating oh, his Dan locker room playing a young up and coming right. as far as motivation. So is like concerned. I don't like I don't see it in Dan Campbell. If when they line up on Sunday night, resting uh, resting Amon Ra or resting Goff or yeah. resting Aiden Hutchinson, they're gonna play. To win the game. That's just who I think Dan Campbell is. I agree with you. I, I think even if they are eliminated. And I think they think that they can beat the Packers. And they've done it before already. When you're changing this culture, right? Yeah. You want to beat the Packers. You want right. to beat the Vikings. You want to beat the Bears. You want to start beating the divisional opponents. And send the Packers home, right? Make sure Rodgers has to watch from his couch too this week. You can get a nice little moral victory in that for a young team building to something. Being 9-8. and eight, and sending the GOAT in your division for the past two decades home before he can even play in a playoff game. So there is some factors there for them. Here's what the NFL should do, though, in my mind. It, it should be like the Premier League is on the last day of the year. All the games Every are game starts at the, same at the time, exact yeah. same time. Or, since you can't really do that, unless you started them around like the 4 o'clock window for the West Coast, you know, the games that matter... In the one o'clock window, make sure they're all grouped together. Like any team that can affect another team, make sure they're all playing at the same time. And then you play games at the four twenty-five window with the same. Like the Lions and the Packers should be running parallel at four twenty-five with the Seahawks and the Rams. And in the one o'clock window, you can have the Bills game, the Dolphins game, and the Steelers mm-hmm. game running parallel to each other. Just make sure the games that affect each other are running with each not other, not ahead or not before, ahead behind, or behind anything right. like that. Here's how you schedule this week, though, to get a Sunday night football game. And make it fair for everybody. Okay. You're going to hate this because it, it it's, screws it's us over. It's bad for you and me. Yeah. Saturday should have been Chiefs, Raiders, whatever. That's fine. Saturday night should have been Steelers, Browns. Steelers win that game. Or they say they lose that game. They're eliminated. It doesn't matter. Steelers win that game. The Patriots and the Dolphins still need to win their games to get in. Right. There's no lack of motivation there. Because there's not that if anything, existing there's more factor. motivation there. Right. Because they there's know not, that the Steelers. That team behind them is eliminated. Right. 
And then you go, well, what if the Steelers lose that game? Then the Patriots know they're in. No, 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 no. Because the Dolphins and the Patriots are playing at the playing same, at the same time. time. If the Pats lose, the Dolphins win, the Pats go home, and vice versa. Dolphins lose, Pats win, Pats are in. So what happens if all three lose? I think the Dolphins still get it. I think it's the Patriots because the Patriots are in right now as the seventh I seed. Guess so, so I think yeah. they would just hold serve. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that would work. You make the Packers and Lions game at 425 next to the Rams and the Seahawks at 425. And then you take the original Saturday night game. The Jags and the Sunday Titans night. make it Sunday night football. That's the fairest way to do this. It didn't happen because NBC and Sunday Night Football does not want. We the don't Jags want and Titans. Jags. And Titans. They didn't want Jags and Titans. However, they wanted Rodgers. Even if it was a game against a team that's eliminated, they would rather have Rodgers than, than they Jags, would Jags Titans, Titans playing for the division. Yep. Which you know could come back to bite them because, I mean, Trevor Lawrence could be one of the, one of the faces of the league, in the next five or so years. Yeah, karma might come back to bite them when the Jags are on Sunday Night Football five times next year because Trevor Lawrence is an actual <laughs> Well, when he's playing a primetime game the very next week as a wildcard team. At, in, in Jacksonville, by the way. Also, really quick before we leave, did you see, I'm pretty sure using our playoff calculator, there is a way for both the Jags and the Titans. You were to, telling me this, yeah. If the Jags, if the Jags lose. lose, the Titans win the division, but if the Steelers lose, uh, Patriots and Dolphins also all lose. Well, you just answered your question from 10 seconds ago, saying what happens if they all lose. There you go. The, well, the well, Jags no, 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 because in. the Titans would have to also win. Oh, if the Jags right. the won, Titans would not get in. If, if the Jags lose. won, then the Patriots would make it. Yes. But if the Titans won and all three of the Patriots, Dolphins, and Steelers lose, then the Jags make it, and you have two <laughs> NFC or AFC South teams. Never thought you'd see that. Did you miss any of our show today? You can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcasts like The Drive, In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, The Steelers Blitz with Wes and Motes, our show right here, The Steelers Standard, as well as many more, and they're all available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks as always for giving us a listen. We'll be back again on Friday, breaking down the final week of the regular season. Can't believe we're here. Can't believe we're here. We're in January. Happy New Year, Tom. Happy New Year, and keeping our fingers crossed at the Steelers will make the playoffs. He's Jacob Brecht. I'm Tom Opperman. This is the Steelers Standard. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.